Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Childless Not By Choice. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and my supporters. First, I would like to thank Morgan Air Conditioning, Sales, Service, and Installation, serving Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. Morgan Air can be reached by calling 813-500-7765. That's 813-500-7765. Thank you, Morgan Air, for recognizing the vision of Childless Not By Choice and being a part of it. And thank you for all your work in the community. Next, I would like to thank Alba Digital Media for creating my website, www.childlessnotbychoice.net, and for producing this podcast. To contact Alba Digital Media for your web building and podcast production needs, visit www.albadigitalmedia.com. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com. Thank you, Alba Digital Media, for making me look good and sound good. Finally, I would like to thank Devoted, the musical duo who created my theme music. Thank you, Devoted, for your beautiful music and your awesome talent. To contact Devoted for your music needs, email devotedministries at gmail.com. That's devotedministries at gmail.com. And if you would like to become a one-time or ongoing sponsor of Childless Not By Choice, please contact me at Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. That's Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. Thank you so much for listening, and now on to the show. Well, hello everyone, Sevilla Morgan here. Welcome back to Childless Not By Choice where my mission is to recognize and speak to the broken hearts of childless, not-by-choice women and men around the world. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyfully relevant and fulfilled life, although we could not, did not, have the children we so wanted. Please remember to tell your friends about the show and... Feel free to share episodes to your social media followers. I would appreciate that. I know that some of you are telling people, and I really appreciate when you tell me that you're telling people. That really makes my day. So thanks for stopping by. And uh, this is a a, a continuation, or as we wind down July, the um, celebration of my two-year podcast anniversary. So this is part two. If you remember in part one, that was my interview with my podcast producer, Kevin Scullion. And I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. If you have not listened yet, that was an awesome episode. I had been trying to get him to (laughs) come on the air for the longest time. He is a podcaster himself. And um, you can listen to more about his podcasting um, in the episode. So, But my interview with him was his first time ever being interviewed on a podcast. So that was pretty awesome. And um, I'm thankful to Kevin for just sticking out with me for the last two years. Um, so July 2017 makes two years of podcasting. And he was with me almost from the beginning, just really... Um, showing me the ropes after my cousin Amber, shout out to Amber, by the way. Um, my cousin Amber got me set up with the podcasting, with the 
the little nitty gritty of it all, getting set up in the background and who to set up with and um, what platform to use, etc. what podcast uh, platform to use. So big shout out to my cousin Amber for getting me all set up. And then uh, not long after I started, um, Kevin came on the scene and you'll hear how that happened when you listen to that episode. So he's been with me from almost the beginning. And so I'm really just thankful for the people that have helped me along the way. Nothing like getting uh, answers to prayers. And they were definitely answers to my prayers. So shout out to Amber, shout out to Kevin. Thank you so much. And shout out to everyone that's helping me spread the word that um, there is a podcast out there about the childless, not by choice experience. So thanks a lot. Um, You know, there are differing opinions in the podcasting community about a podcaster's status in iTunes. But one thing I believe we all agree on is that the more reviews, the better. I think we do. I mean, who doesn't want good reviews? And who doesn't want more and more reviews? So uh, when I go into iTunes to check um, on the status of reviews, and I see that people have taken the time to leave a review because, um, you know, you, you stop out of your busy schedule in your day to stop into iTunes or stop by the website and say something or leave a comment. I, I think that's 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 a big deal because people are busy. And so if you um, find that uh, a podcast or a particular episode of a podcast um, has affected you in such a way that you want to take the time to stop, I I think that's a wonderful thing. As many of you know, I'm subscribed to right around 49 podcasts. (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but um, it used to be 53 and it's 49 and I, I listen to them. I listen to them all. Um, they're, they vary on subject matter. So just depending on what mood I'm in, I'll click and see if there's a new episode of a particular podcast available yet. So I, I, I really do listen to them. And I know some people don't listen. Some, I know some podcasters don't subscribe to, to podcasts. They just listen if they want to, but everybody does things differently. If I, if I find something that I really like, a podcast, a subject matter that I really like, I will subscribe to it. And um, there's not any real reason why I would unsubscribe. So I, I do take my time in making the decision to subscribe. I'll, I'll listen to a couple of episodes and see how things are going. And it's not always about sound. Yes, sound is a big deal. I mean, you can only take so much of something not sounding well, but I, I don't think I'm a sound snob. And, I, and that's something Kevin and I talked about in our um, interview episode. I don't think we're sound snobs as podcasters, but we do want to hear good sound. And everybody has to start someplace. I know my sound wasn't all that wonderful in the beginning, but, um, you know, I've, I've, I think I've gotten better. I'm working on it constantly. Uh, making the sound better, uh, making the content better. And so I I know that if you've been listening from the beginning, you can probably see the growth. And I'm not bragging. I I hope you see the growth. Um, There should be growth in anything that we do. We don't want to remain stagnant. So I hope that you can see the growth. I definitely see it in just two years. And I still have a long way to go, I believe, because I, I know some podcasters who have been around from the beginning of podcasting more than 10 years ago. 
And um, they're very humble people, very knowledgeable, and I have so much to learn from them. So I'm just thankful for the people, the podcasters who paved the way in the very beginning. Yeah, but we all have, we can always learn something new. Nobody knows everything, is what I always say. So, you know, if you have a moment to stop by iTunes and leave me an iTunes review, I would appreciate it. Um, Reviews always appreciated. And, um, you know, moving on to the next subject, this is like my favorite thing um, right now because it just, you know, we have to be so patient when we're working on something. And I know there are times when we may wonder, I let me speak for myself. I, I wondered from time to time over the last couple of years, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Am I doing anything right? What's going on here? Because things were so stagnant in the beginning. And I know that in the beginning, Kevin had told me that it would be maybe two, three years before I start to grab a, a hold of the platform and the the people that, that need to hear this message that I'm speaking of on uh, on the podcast and, and the platform overall. And uh, I remember thinking, well, okay, that makes sense because I know that the average small business, uh, it takes about three to five years for them to grab a hold and maybe even start making money. And it may be even longer before they actually start making money. So I looked at my platform as a small business. And um, lo and behold, I, I, I knew what he said, but there were still times when I just wondered if I should just just throw in the towel and just forget about it. I'm seeing more and more childless, not by choice groups now. Uh, there were none when I needed one, which is the reason I started the platform. But now I'm seeing more and more groups, and I, I think more power to all of us, because I've always said that the childless, not by choice conversation needs to be had globally. And how can we do it globally if um, we don't get more people? and on the bandwagon. So there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to compete with anyone. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm staying in my lane with my platform. And uh, I know that uh, I know that one day the whole planet will hear the message. And that's what I'm concerned about. But um, what what was I talking about? (laughs) I just went off on a tangent. But, um, you know, I, 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 um, I have a couple of groups and a couple of pages on Facebook. Maybe too many pages? I don't know. Somebody told me that a strange person, somebody I didn't know, commented that I had too many pages. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks for your opinion. Um, you know, I guess the person must have been researching my platform. So I appreciate that. But um, I have a couple of groups and I have a couple of Facebook pages. And I set them up like that because I also write other content. When you see books by Savella Morgan, that's me too, um, because I I wrote my first book in 2008. So um, the books and the content that you see now in 2015 going coming forward to now two years later, those aren't the only Um, writings I've done. The Childless Not By Choice platform is a part of my overall writing platform. 
So I have a book that I wrote in 2008, and it actually can be found on Amazon. It's called Down Again, and I'll let you go check it out on Amazon. And I have copies on the website as well. You can order from the website, or you can order from Amazon. It's called Down Again. But then the books that I wrote for the Childless Not By Choice platform, the 21st Century Hannah platform, those books are not available on Amazon. They're available on the website or through me. If you see me in person, I can get you a copy. And in fact, um, the 31-day devotional is also available in ebook form. So um, no matter where on the planet you live, you can order the ebook form. The hard copy format is available within the U.S. only. So I, I mention all of that because, uh, and, and I know I sounded like I was on a, <laughs> a different little tirade, but the whole point of what I'm saying is that the Childless Not By Choice group was stagnant for so long. The group on Facebook, it was stagnant for so long, I couldn't get conversation going in there. I tried, I posted every day and I just couldn't get the conversation going. And I kept thinking and saying, you know, it's a tough subject. There are a lot of hurting women who are childless, not by choice, and they probably just don't want to talk. They just are glad the group exists. And I kept, you know, saying that that's what it, that that's what it was. That's what it is. Because I mean, could it be my content? Could it be me? <laughs> my personality? I didn't know, but it was so stagnant at 12 people for so long. <laughs> and finally, seemingly out of nowhere, the group just just expanded and blew up. And there's like a lot more people in there. Um, we're not at thousands yet, but we're getting there. We're going to get there. And I just am so happy now that there's constant conversation going on in there, even when I'm not there. And so much so that I've um, asked three of the ladies in the group to be admins in the group. And so when I'm not there, they are there and I'm so thankful to them. And so I, I have admins now, people that are helping out and of course, they are childless, not by choice, and they were so excited to do it, and I'm, I'm so excited that they're excited, and the group is growing. It's growing, it's talking, it's engaging, and there are women in there from all around the world. You name the country, they are in there. Uh, United States, Kenya, um, uh, Saudi Arabia, I think United Arab, Arab Emirates, I believe, um, let me see. Oh my gosh, just went out of my head. Philippines, the Philippines, um, Australia, a lot of women in there from Australia. Uh, where else? Um, New Zealand, of course, New Zealand. Um, I can't think, but you name it, they're in there, they're in the group, they're talking, they're conversing, and I am so excited to see this. Finland, there's Finland represented in there. Um, as as the names of the groups come up, I'll, I'll mention them. I should have written them down, what I'm thinking right now. But I'm just so thankful that the women are now engaging and every woman that comes into the group says the same thing. It's amazing. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. I'm so glad I found this group. I thought I was the only one. Uh, nobody understood me. And now I'm with a group of women who understand how I feel. And um, so it's amazing. And I, I keep thinking back to a prior episode where I said that I feel like a fraud because 
I did feel like a fraud for a long time because how could I be speaking to and encouraging women when I felt the sadness, especially around Mother's Day? For me, it's Mother's Day. And they felt the sadness. Some of them feel, some women feel the sadness when they see a baby or hear a baby laughing or crying. Or some women have said that they feel the sadness when they see a pregnant woman. And so, you know, it's there are different triggers for different people. And also depending on where in the journey we are, you know, because there was a time years ago, a few years ago, that everything was a trigger for me. All of the above, everything I just mentioned was a trigger for me. Now the trigger is Mother's Day. It's not so much um, the babies or the pregnant women or anything like that. I'm, I'm happy for you if you're pregnant. I'm not a hater. And um, I have an upcoming episode, actually, where I'm going to be talking about um, that sixth sense that we women tend to have because one of the women in the in the Facebook group, Childless Not By Choice, um, she brought up the fact that um, she was she is childless, not by choice. But uh, when she went to interview to maybe um, babysit or or be a nanny for certain families, she would get turned down because she felt like the the mother sensed a sadness, and I never thought about that. I never thought about that, but. Um, there, there's a, there may be a, a, a sadness about us as childless, not by choice women that although we have, are growing, we're on the journey, we're journeying to a place of acceptance, that doesn't mean that the, the, the sadness doesn't go away. Uh, it's a loss. And that's what I keep saying. And, and fortunately, when I went to see um, a psychologist, that's what he told me. And I didn't know that. I didn't think about that before. But I suffered a loss. If your child is not by choice, you suffered a loss. The loss of the ability to have a child or to carry a child to term. Um, The miscarriages. Some of the women have had several miscarriages. And so if you are child is not by choice, you suffered a loss. And Next time you see someone who has suffered a loss, either the loss of a loved one, um, even those of you who have pets that you've had for many, many years, look at look at the demeanor of the person who has suffered a loss. Whether it's recent, not so recent, loss changes you. It doesn't make you bitter or envious or hateful. Those are feelings that that you can control, that I can control. We have to want to create, uh, to control those feelings, uh, those negative feelings and thoughts. Those are up to us. But the demeanor, the loss, the feeling of loss, I don't think we can control that uh, in such a way that it, it doesn't appear, it's not apparent. I don't think so. I mean, I'm no psychologist, but I don't think you can cover up the demeanor or the feeling of loss. It's just there. And uh, you learn how to live with it. You learn how to accept it. You learn how to have a good attitude anyway, and to have a good day anyway, and to treat others anyway. 
it's a choice. It's really a choice. But I don't think the the demeanor of loss is a choice. And if I'm wrong, tell me. Tell me your opinion. I'd love to hear it. And I hope that even makes sense. Um, but yeah, if you have a differing opinion, or even if you agree, tell me. I'd love to hear it. But um, so I'm going to be talking about that in a future episode as well. You know, the the demeanor that we have the the sadness that people see that maybe we don't even realize is there i'm going to be doing an episode on that and in fact i also am working on an episode hopefully for august where i'm going to be talking about crisis management because suffering loss whether it's a miscarriage or the loss of a child or the loss of the ability to have children um, that can send some of us into crisis mode. And um, when people go into crisis mode, they either recover to some level, some people recover fully, some recover to a better level than they were before, and some just never do. They just can't come out of it. And so I'm going to be, I'm doing research now on crisis management, and I'm looking forward to, um, to, to uh, creating that episode. I never thought about it. But um, once again, Kevin and I were talking about um, different uh, possibility subject matters for, for, for possible future episodes. And he said, why don't you talk about crisis management? And then he talked to me about this particular, um, I think he's a sociologist. And uh, then I started doing the research and it, it, it's intriguing and never thought about it like that, that, I mean, of course, I know that we hurt to such a level that some of us just can't recover, but I never thought about it as crisis. So looking forward to creating that episode as well. But I'm telling you, if you are not in the group on Facebook, Childless Not By Choice, I would strongly suggest, and you are Childless Not By Choice, because you have to answer a question to join the group. If you don't answer the question and then you can't join. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, a pre-qualifier to join the group, but it's called Childless Not By Choice. It's currently for women only. And so I don't want to mix the, the sexes. It's, it just changes the, the dynamic. And so the Childless Not By Choice group is for women only. And then I have a group called Supporters. Um, Childless Not By Choice Supporters is what it's actually called. And that group is for anyone. So men, women um, of any age, background, children, you know, whatever, if they have children, they are all allowed there, shouldn't maybe not use the word allowed, but um, I ask them to join there because um, if they're taking the time to join their, their supporters, and I thank that group as well, it's just starting to grow as well. So I thank everyone that's in that group. And um, if you know someone who wants to know more about the the whole dynamic of being childless not by choice but they don't fit the demographic demographic so they can't join the childless not by choice group have them join the childless not by choice supporters group and i'm going to put both links uh in the show notes the links to both groups in the show notes and in fact if you go to the website www.childlessnotbychoice.net um, there's a link directly on the site that will take you into the groups on Facebook. So you can join there as well. 
So, you know, there, there are groups for, that's why I guess I have so many groups and then pages, Facebook pages for people who, again, maybe don't want to join the group, but they just want to like the page so they can keep up with what's going on on the platform. Those pages are available too. I mean, you can't miss my picture or my logo. It's been being posted all over the place for the last two years. <laughs> so, and I have some new ads on Facebook uh, that just, I just placed today. So you're going to see more of me. Yay. <laughs> more of the platform. And, um, I'm just looking forward to more people joining the Facebook groups. And I, I know that some of you belong to the newsletter. And I thank those of you who have just, just joined the newsletter as well. Um, it's awesome. The newsletter is also growing and I'm just so thankful that things are just really now taking a hold and, it's just a matter of patience and just knowing that what you're doing, that you're doing it for the right reason. And um, we just have to hang in there sometimes. And so I'm just so thankful for the way the, the platform is, is going and growing. So thank you if you're in the group. Um, thank you if you're um, part of the newsletter. Be a part of both. You can do both. <laughs> so come on over from the newsletter. If you're over there, um, the newsletter goes out the first day of every month, just about, unless it's a holiday, it's the first day of every month. A uh, fresh new newsletter comes out every month. But if you want to join the conversation, come on over to the Facebook group and uh, join the conversation. It's a closed group. I've kept the private group open, although there's nothing going on in there as far as content, nothing fresh is going on in there. If you would prefer to be in the private group, let me know. I will add you because it's private. It can't be searched for on Facebook. So let me know. I will add you to that group. Even if it's just one person in there, I'm willing. That's why I've kept it open. I've kept it open in case there's anyone who wants to join on a private level and not a um, not a closed group level. But the closed group is awesome. It's just awesome. And I just love the what's happening in there. I just love the relief that I'm seeing from some of the posts. Um, just people finding, women finding out that there are other women who they can talk to. And we keep it on a positive note. Um, of course, we're not going to hide our feelings and pretend all as well. That's not what it's all about, but we can still do things in a positive way. And that's, that's what I want for the platform on a whole is to keep it positive. And, um, even when people may cross the boundaries that I talk about a lot, um, as childless, not by choice, women and men, we need to maintain proper boundaries, kind, but firm boundaries. And I talk about that a lot on the podcast and in the posts on the, in the Facebook group. So we talk about boundaries. We talk about um, remaining positive and we talk about just, you know, hanging in there and, and being strong and just knowing that, you know, life, none of us gets everything we want. And some of us seem to suffer more than others, but it's still a matter of choice what we decide to do with it. So uh, I'm not going to give up on the choice aspect of it at all. And so uh, also what I wanted to let you know, just as we wind down here, um, coming soon, <laughs> I am doing so much writing in between working a full-time job, um, you know, just 
caring for or just, you know, keeping an eye out for uh, my parents and just uh, taking part in church activities and just living life, you know, just doing the best I can with the life I have. I am doing a ton of writing and I love to write, so I'm not complaining, but I feel like I'm just not getting things out to you all um, in a timely fashion. Yes, the newsletter comes out on time. The podcast episodes come out on time and both of those take a lot of writing and creating, but I have other writing that's going on. I'm writing, uh, I'm working on my first, well, I'm I wrote the first draft, six months worth of a one-year devotional. And so I'm typing that draft now into a Word document. So that's a project that I'm working on. And I'm also creating one-on-one sessions that um, I'm going to make available. Uh, The information will be on the shop page on the website pretty soon. One-on-one sessions, um, they're going to be two different time slots. And I'm not a psychologist or a sociologist or uh, I'm, not, I'm not any of those things, but I have the experience and I believe that that's what I can bring to the table, have a one-on-one conversation. You can still see your psychologist or psychiatrist, but sometimes you just want to talk to somebody that truly understands what you're going through or what you've been through. So that's what these one-on-one sessions are going to be all about. It's going to be talking, um, exchanging ideas, uh, giving you best practices, and um, all based on experiences, talking more in-depthly about creating kind but firm boundaries, and just creating a life for yourself. A lot of times, a lot of us as childless, not by choice women, we're living somebody else's life. We're living a sister's life or a brother's life or a cousin's life because they have children. And maybe we become the built-in babysitter or the gopher. Um, you know, that's not that's not what we were put on this earth to do. Of course, we should help with our nieces and nephews and whatever other small children are in our lives. We should be there for them, but we should have already created our own life and our own schedule. And I talk about that a lot as well. So I'm very a very big proponent on that, that if somebody asks me what I'm doing today and I say nothing, it doesn't mean that I'm available to help you babysit or watch the kids for a couple minutes. That's not what that means. Um, so anyway, I, I can really go off on a tangent on that one. So those of you who have listened to previous episodes know that that's a big deal for me. Um, we're, we're not put on this planet to live somebody else's life. We're put here to live our lives. And so it's up to us to create that life. Okay, I'm not going to go. I'm not. Let me get off my soapbox. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the one-on-one sessions are coming and I'm so excited about them. And they can be audio or video. Uh, I'm, I can meet you on Skype or on, there's a platform called appear.in, A-P-P-E-A-R dot I-N. And uh, you can go video or audio on either of those platforms. So if you don't want to come on video, that's fine. We can talk about that when we get the session set up. And so keep in mind that these conversations are not a replacement for speaking with a professional. If you need a professional um, please see one. There's nothing wrong with it. No more word, word uh, the, using the word stigma when wanting to see a professional. 
your life and your mind and your heart and your spirit, they're too important for stigma and for thinking about what other people have to say. And then um, webinars and classes, I'm creating some um, some pre-recorded and, and li live webinars. So yes, I'm doing a lot of creating and writing. And uh, I, in fact, the first uh, they're going to be subject-based webinars. So the first one that I'm working on right now is about suicide, suicidal thoughts. And um, so I really want to hurry up and get that one out and on, on the website so that you can take those webinars and classes. So yeah, there's a lot going on at the two-year mark, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, so it's going to get done. <laughs> Uh, I, I really and truly believe that when you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, when you are in your own lane and not uh, comparing yourself to anyone else, then it's going to get done. It's going to get done. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. That's that's the two year anniversary. I appreciate your listening. And, um, you know, back to the group. Keep in mind that uh, those in the group get the get to hear things first when when there are things coming up so they already know about these groups and classes and webinars that are coming and um, they already know that if they want they can be a guest blogger on um, you know whenever they're ready and uh, I know that eventually I'll be having some of you as guests on the podcast I'm just biding my time and waiting that's what I do I'm all I'm a, I'm a timing type person it's all about timing for me. So I hear things, I see things, I know things, but I say nothing. I just wait until the time is right. And uh, that's kind of how I chose my admins. <laughs> In fact, they're going to hear me now, but that's how I, I chose them. I just watched and waited and you know, just saw how things were going. And they, they've been in the groups from since almost the beginning. So I, I really want to give them a shout out as well. Um, so thank you guys, ladies, I should say, for helping me out and just being there. Um, that it's, It took a, a, a huge weight off my shoulders when you all accepted the, the admin role for the Childless Not By Choice group because it, it allowed me more time to work, to, to write um, the content. So... Um, I didn't tell you guys I, I was going to do this, but I'm going to give you a shout out as well. So I want to thank um, Elaine, Carrie, and Sarah for agreeing to be admins on the Child is Not by Choice uh, group. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And um, here's to adding even more members and listeners and engagers and talkers and speakers and encouragers. You guys are awesome, and I really appreciate it, and I want to thank everyone that's in the group now for coming and joining and staying <laughs> and talking and engaging and encouraging. I just really appreciate all of you, so thank you so much. Here's to two more years and even more after that. Happy anniversary, podcast anniversary to Childless Not By Choice. I am so enjoying doing this, so enjoying it, and... Um, until the next episode, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the links in the show show notes. Don't don't forget to check out the show notes. So um, the show notes, there are links in there to the groups. And I usually uh, put a couple of links to 
news stories about the childless not by choice uh, demographic around the world. Some very interesting stories come across um, my news feed when I'm doing research. I have an ongoing research uh, Google thing that Google allows me to do research and get news stories on that particular subject matter. And uh, yeah, some very interesting stories from around the world. So anyway, yeah, I've got a couple of um, links in there now. One of them is about male infertility. And um, there's another one about the possibility of a connection between divorce and infertility. Those are the two articles that I put in the show notes this time. I usually put, uh, I'll keep it to two because uh, sometimes it's just too much reading for some people, you know, just keep it short. But um, yeah, those are the two links that I have in there. And then of course the links for the group. So anyway, thank you so very much for listening. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. And I can't wait to continue and to see where this all leads. It's just amazing. Until next time. Bye.